One, two, three, let's go. You're listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. No, it's fine. I usually wouldn't, but I was out last night. I didn't have a chance to change. <laughs> yeah, no worries. All right, word. So uh, we're just going to kind of like roll into it. So um, I'm going to let you like start by just like introducing yourself, like your name, you know, like what, what you got going on right now. All right, cool. Um, yeah, well, I'm Ethan Brown. Um, and I, I make music. I just released an EP like a week or two ago um that people seem to like a lot uh it's low effort punk jams and then off the back of that it may first my next ep is coming out called sympathy and it's way more i put way more time into this one um and like i guess i guess yeah so may 1st that's coming out sympathy ep ethan brown um and yeah I'd say listen to low effort punk jams before you listen to sympathy. So you can, because it's definitely a huge upgrade in quality. So yeah, that's, that's all. I, plus I'm moving a lot of my other, stuff, like a lot of songs that like are, I used to release, I, I used to release music under bang, bang. Um, and now I'm just changing that. So I'm just moving all my songs that I released under bang, bang onto Ethan Brown. So that's also something that's going to be happening in the future. Yeah. Word, word. So, uh, what what genre do you say uh, you fit with most? Um, you know, I'd like to say like psychedelic pop, like because I love like MGMT is my favorite band of all time. I love. I literally have an MGMT tattoo. But no one's gonna see it, but um, like I love psychedelic pop and I love like psychedelic. Well, <laughs> I don't know what I can say or what I can't say, but like. Yeah, I I just so I always want to go for the trippy aspect of music, but I feel like I'd miss the mark a lot. I feel like more so I end up in just like pop or like punk generally. All right, word, cool. So um do you uh play all the parts um like yourself or do you uh like have a band or use band anyway? All me. For for Ethan Brown it's all me. Um yeah, and like MIDI samples obviously. I I don't play drums, you know. I would like to, but I don't. So everything right. programmed into logic, yeah. Cool word. So um let's get like a little bit of your background. Like what uh like where'd you grow up? Like how old are you? You know? When did uh, music become your thing? Yeah. Um word. I, I uh I grew up uh, in Long Island, on Long Island, and um my uh my dad was a musician. Um so and like you know, he didn't really like we never played together like he didn't really you know but like i just i guess he taught me the basics of guitar and then i remember i it was it was like ninth grade and it was around the time that the last like kurt cobain documentary came out and like i was i was obsessed with that and like i was literally walking around my house dressing walking talking like kurt cobain for like a month and I learned every Nirvana song on guitar, and I was like, man, I want to be, like, a rock star. Let's get your best Kurt Cobain impression right now. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm like... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, he, he's, I was like, I would, I would just be, like, what in my kitchen, and my mom would just be like, 
like, oh, could you do the dishes? I'd be like, yeah, I could do the dishes. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I would slow burn for no reason. My mom was like, why are you talking like that? And I'm like, mm, don't worry about it. <laughs> you wouldn't get it, mom. You wouldn't, yeah, exactly. Like, you wouldn't understand. It's not, not, yeah. But, like, genuinely, I was obsessed with that shit. And, like, that's, I learned every Nirvana song on guitar. And, like, that's why I picked up guitar, basically, because of Kurt Cobain. So, yeah. That's weird. So, how old were you when you started playing? Um, I was probably like six or seven when I started playing, but when I started like seriously playing, it was ninth grade. So I was probably like 13 or 14. Yeah. Word. And when you say, when you started seriously playing, like, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, I like, yeah, I would just mess around like, like before, like when I was like seven through like 11 or 12, I would just kind of like mess around. Like I wouldn't like, you know, I, I didn't like play it every day. I just like. I like I had it in my room and like if I want if I heard a song that I liked on the radio I would like maybe try and learn it and like not play it that well um but then like around around ninth grade around the time of the Kurt Cobain documentary is when I like genuinely and I also got really into Rush too so like I I was like I would spend and Rush is like difficult to play a lot of Rush songs are very difficult to play like on guitar um so like I would spend a lot of time like i would spend a lot more time learning them because it just took that that effort to learn them and like in putting in that effort i i found that like i i was it was very satisfying for me to learn like harder songs and like be able to play them so i started doing that a lot and then from that i just kind of it just became kind of like second nature for me to play like i would just you know always be ha- playing guitar and i just always had it yeah around word so when you got like a little bit more serious about it, is that when you started to like experiment with recording and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Actually it's kind of funny. Like I, I, I have like voice memos from like five years ago or like even more than that, probably at this point, like of me just like, it's like, it would be just like a simple chord progression and like a simple lead and like a simple beat. But like, I listen to them not to sound like self-centered, but I listen to them now and I'm like, damn, like I was crazy with it. Even when I was like, <laughs> not to sound like, again, not to sound like a, like self-centered but like nah man do your thing yeah genuinely i listen to that stuff and i'm like man like i get i I, it's weird because i think the only thing that's changed is like how i view what i make like what i'm recording because like how i used to do how i used to see it was like i would record stuff and i'd be like ah you know that's good but that that could i could never release that or that's never going to be anything you know and it'd be blah 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 but now i like i record something even if it's like the tiniest like dumbest thing i I record something i'm like all right what can i do with this like what can i like what can can i turn this into always damn so how'd you get like how'd you like make that transition i guess i guess it had a lot to do with boatsies because like i i went to like um i went to boatsies my senior year of high school and for recording like for audio engineering and like i had like access to a whole new like vibe of like tools and like what like you can what you can do with technology to make music like i guess i was limited for a while because like like throughout high school like all i had was my guitar and like my phone and like i didn't play drums i didn't know anyone to play drums and like you know like the the school i went to rocky point is very small and like there's not there is like a non-existent music scene there like nobody played instruments nobody cared about like rock music or like playing instruments genuinely and then like but then when I got to Bosies and, you know, I started hanging out with people and through Bosies and stuff. And like, I, I, I down, I got logic. I got, I got a Mac. Not that I, I hate Macs. This isn't a plug. Macs are the worst fucking freaking machines ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
genuinely, I, I, I hate them so much, but like, I love like logic and you can only get logic on an Apple program. And like, I don't know, I, I, I got a MIDI keyboard and I was just like playing around with like playing drums on the keyboard. And like from doing that, I realized like I can record stuff. If I have this at my house, I can record stuff all the time, like make songs. And like, it's, that's pretty much when it started. Like, I, I think I recorded my first ever actual song that I finished like two years ago over quarantine. Um, and like, I just never stopped. It's just part of what I like. It's like, it's just a part of my routine now, just recording stuff. Damn, that's sweet. So what year did you graduate high school? 2019. Oh, okay. So this, it's only been like a couple years then. Yeah. Um, of me like actually recording stuff seriously yeah it's been a couple years that's pretty awesome dude so when did you start like working in the other instruments like well yeah i i i'm like passable like i wouldn't you you, don't ask me to play you wouldn't say you're a drummer but you play the drum parts like in your in your songs yeah for the most part um it depends on the song very much but like like a lot of times i use midi drums um which is like just playing drums on a keyboard um right and that's that works for me because you can you can do that like just get the feel of it down and then you can like edit it very easily and if you if you played it wrong or if you did whatever this and this and like you control a lot of the like i use a lot of like like for percussion now lately i've been using a lot of like um like 808s and like 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 trap percussion and like like hip-hop like beats stuff like that um so i've been getting into that like layering sounds for like beats and stuff um but yeah i guess I guess, um, yeah, I've always played, like, bass and piano and, like, and guitar, but, like, I guess, like, it's not, like, I wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't say I'm, like, any, like, particularly talented at any instrument. Um, like, I'm, I, I'm a pretty good guitarist, but other than that, like, I'm not, like, very good at anything else (laughs) for the most part. I'm just, like, I like to think that I'm good at, like, putting it all together and, like, making a song out of stuff. That's a good. That's a that's a good part of it to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to think so. Yeah, like I'm not a at all. But word. So when did you get into like releasing music? You said that you had a, like a different name before you started using your real name. Yeah. Um. So I guess I, um. It's crazy thinking back. Like it was probably my first semester of Oneonta. Like when I released my first ever thing and it was just like it was just like a short little song that i recorded while i was on mushrooms and like i i called <laughs> it the shroomy tuesday and i i just put it up on Bandcamp, and like i didn't like promote it or do anything with it really except i sent it to a couple of my friends and like i put it out and like people like genuinely liked it but i didn't i didn't like it i didn't like anything you know i didn't i i was going through it at the time i didn't i didn't see it like that i just saw it like I just did this like I wasn't proud of it or anything. I just like I, I just made this song and like I'm gonna was there vocals on it at that point? Yeah, there, it was. Yeah, it's it's actually so funny. Like if you wanted to listen to it, it's it's um, <laughs> it's I saw my band camp and like I got to I got to put together a link tree again because all my links are so scattered now. Like I got to tell people personally like this word, this, this and this is all different. I'm so disorganized with it. But like, yeah, it's on my band camp and you can tell I'm like out of it in that recording like you can tell and it's so funny <laughs> now like it's it's so primitive for me compared to what i do now but like yeah that was the first thing i ever released that was first semester oneonta and like i and i would put like little songs on youtube too like i didn't really have like people like a following at that point i just had my friends 
and like and and after a while like i i started to realize like people people were going back to those songs like it was just those two for a while and like and i didn't like really do anything else with it but then people would text me like months later and be like yo like i still bump like that song that you posted like on your band camp like i still like i love that that's awesome you gotta release more music and like people would tell me that stuff and i'd be like damn okay yeah and i still didn't really believe it like i didn't like think about what they were saying that much um but like people over time people would like my close close friends would like say that stuff to me and be like yeah no i still listen to that song that 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 i would consider like a throw awesome yeah, like the, the, and I, I like did, don't like the song, and people will be like, "Yeah, I still bump," and I'll be like, "Damn, okay." And that slowly like got me, like inspired me to start releasing more stuff and like actually promoting it and like pretending like I think it's good. Because <laughs> I, I, that's I, all part of it. That's all. I feel like pretending that you like it is is part of the deal, you know? Because like every time you make something, there's always gonna be, oh, let me change one thing. Let me change one more thing. Let me change one more thing. You know, it's never going to be perfect. You got to be like comfortable with like perfectly imperfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Definitely. That's a good point. Like I, I never, nothing I've ever released. I've been like truly happy with and genuinely like there's always something that I list will be going back to the songs that I listen to. And I'm like, why did I not change that? Or like, blah, blah, blah. But like, that's not really pe- people don't notice that stuff. Like it's it's only you really notice that stuff. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So, uh, when did you like? It sounds like you got like a pretty good response, at least like from your close friends and stuff, on just like your first couple songs. So, you were kind of just like, yeah, why not? I'm gonna keep going with it. And then, what made you want to like change your name and like start, you know, like being Ethan? <laughs> that well, that that kind of ties into like what we were just talking about because like. I released stuff under like Bang Bang with the name what what it was, and like the reason that I released stuff under that was because I think I think it's because I don't really know, but I I don't really know why I do a lot of stuff, but like I think that the reason why I did that was to s- kind of separate it from myself because like I I didn't think that it was good enough music for my name to be attached to it, so I just didn't like you know I. I just made it a separate name and like people and and the part of the reason I changed it was because like people got confused. Like I, it's a really interesting point. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel like I, I wanted it to be Ethan Brown, like until very recently. Um, and that's, that came with the shift of me being like, okay, even if I'm not very particularly happy with this song right now, I'm going to still put it out and pretend like it's great. And like all this other stuff and like release it and like, and like, just keep going and not like get stuck on like old songs and like, put more thought m- more so into like how I put it out into the world than like the actual technical specifics of like the song. Cause I got that. I got that stuff down. Um, yeah. So, so, that means- so tell me about that more than like, what, what do you mean by focusing more? Like what's, what are some of the stuff you're focusing more in on? Um, I guess it's, it's hard to explain. Like, well, I guess, I guess not really. I mean, it's more so like, like I said, like I, I, when I would release songs, it's almost like there was an air of like embarrassment when I release songs. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I totally feel you. Yeah. Like I would, I would put it up and I would almost like, like, like make people not want to listen to it with the way that I put it out because I'd be like, Hey, you know, I would just post it on my like snap story or something and be like, Hey, I'm just letting you guys know, you know, if it's not a bother, you know, I just made this song. And if you want, 
you don't have to, but if you want, you can maybe listen to it, if, you know, if you want to. And it was a very much like, very much like an embarrassed, like kind of like thing. Like I just didn't really like, I didn't like people listening to my music because I thought it's vulnerable and it's like, it's just weird. I don't know. It was a little weird for me, like promoting myself. Um, but then something changed, I guess, very recently in, in me, like probably, probably like three or four months ago. Like I started to think about it way differently and I started to think about it like, okay, if I'm going to spend all my time doing this and if I'm going to put a lot of like my effort and like my eggs in this basket, then like I might as well promote it like as much as possible and like make it seem as cool as possible because that's cool to me. And, uh, you know, to not be so shy, I guess. With Hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, when I was like a freshman at Oneonta, I was like showing somebody like some beats that I was working on or whatever. And before I played them, I, I, I like did that whole like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, sure. You want to hear them? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, there, yeah, sure. You know, it's, it might not be that good. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, don't ever say that, like, right before you show something to somebody. <laughs> I was like, damn, I guess you're, yep, yeah, I guess you're right. So I learned my lesson that day. But like even though, it's a new my story. bad. No, you're good. I, I was going to say, even though it, they were probably super terrible at that point, I definitely, like, took that, like, as a learning point. And, like, I never did that again, even when they were still crap. Like, but, yeah, I totally feel you on the wanting to like not attach your name to stuff at first because i i kind of like did the same thing no yeah and what you said like like oh it's not that good like almost like warning people about my beats before i play them like it's exactly. like, so, looking back it's like now i obviously liked it enough to make it and continue working on it so like you, you got to think about it from that angle instead of being like oh well i don't like because the stuff that you don't like about the beat no one else is going to notice for the most part unless you point it out and then when you point it out, people are going to notice. And then it's like the whole experience is like screwed up now because like you pointed out all the stuff that's wrong with it before you played it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I didn't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, this is my first time like talking to you ever meeting you. So I don't know how you know, Joe, but I didn't know if you were like, were like a music, like did music and stuff. I don't know. Like, um, yeah, I know Joe, uh, just like through Oneonta, but yeah, I also do uh, make like my own music uh, as like a producer, mostly like hip hop and like bass music. That's sick, man. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's really where it's like at right now in terms of like what, if you're making stuff, that's like the cool thing to make. Not in the type. Yeah, no, that's also just my, my listening taste as well. Like, it's just, you know. Yeah. It's a lot more fun. Joe's a cool dude. Yeah, yeah, no. So I, are you? Oh, my bad, my bad. No, I was just. We don't have to keep name dropping just random, you know. But like, I was gonna say, um, how do you know Joe? Like, are are you like associated with the paintbox stuff at all? Uh, kind of. Um, like, well, he had invited my. I am. I'm also in a band, um, Monster House, like the movie, um, and like. He had invited us to be a part of Paintbox, like, collective. We just haven't really recorded anything. We're not doing anything right now. We're kind of on a hiatus. So, like, it's just been, like, kind of tough. But, like, yeah. So, we're kind of we're kind of involved with Paintbox like that. But I'm just, like, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm just friends with Joe. Like, I, we talk about music and stuff. And, like, when I, when I go back to Oneonta, like, well, I'm going back tomorrow. But, like, when I go back to Oneonta, like, when I visit, like, I always see him around. And, like, I always see him at parties. So, he's a cool dude. He's a cool guy. 
um but like yeah and we always just talk about like releasing music and stuff like that and like you know he's got the classical which is doing crazy right now like genuinely one of the coolest projects out of like that i've ever met that i know the people in <laughs> like it's, just, it's very crazy yeah like, him and matt are super talented like just listening to that stuff and then like and then like he's like he's like trying to move a couch downstairs in our house and like i'm like how the how did you like how are you also the classical and you're also like like breaking our railing trying to move a couch down my stairs that's <laughs> <laughs> funny yeah um but yeah no he, he's super talented i'm glad i'm very glad to have met him i think a lot of um and i'm, I'm i love the oneonta music scene in general honestly like it's it's really cool very very people are very into it in oneonta and like albany and you know yeah, that was one thing that I uh, really enjoyed about Oneonto. It was like you could always just find like you know some basement show to go to, and it was always a good time. Like people were always friendly and stuff. No, it was cool. I didn't start going to shows until like my last semester. I'm sorry, I'm like fixing my sock right now, so I'm like distracted. It's but, all good. Yeah, no, nah, people. I didn't really start going uh, out like to shows until this past semester. Well, I. I don't go to there anymore. I, I, I dropped out, but um, like before I did. And this last semester that I was there, um, I was my first semester like going out and I, I you know, with the treehouse and everything that was going on, like treehouse presents and like all this other stuff that was kind of new to me and like meeting all these people through like Woni or whatever else, like my friends. And, like I just kind of went from like playing no shows ever and like not doing anything musically to like playing a bunch of shows all the time and like just like going full in on music in like the course of like three months because of Oneonta and like the music scene that's going on there right now. Mm. Word. So, um, what, like you want to like take music as like a full-time career? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, it's like it's saying that is almost like it, you get a you get a reaction when you say that <laughs> um but because it definitely it's like oh you're doing music okay cool what else you know like what else what's what are you really doing like you know <laughs> it's, it's, it's not you know it's hard for people to take it seriously i can't it's hard for me to take it seriously sometimes because like you know you're not making money from it you're not doing this you're really just like a passion thing that you're just doing it to do it because you love it so it's like it's hard to say, like, I am taking it very seriously. And I spend most of my time working on songs, writing songs, doing musically related things. Um, but I can't say that I'm, like, focusing on it because you can't say that. <laughs> like, you just can't. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, that's, like, a real take right there. I, I definitely, I definitely know what you mean. So, like, let's just say, like, hypothetically, would the goal be, like, to to be just like a performer full-time or like do you are you interested at all in like the business aspect of you know the music industry in any way i mean realistically like it's i i want i want to make songs i want to be making songs but i want a lot of people to hear them and that's like really my end goal like right now i make a song and like you know 800 to a thousand people may may hear it. it may get played a certain amount of times by people that like know me or know people that know me um it's very much word of mouth right now but i guess like in the future i would want to see myself like making a song and like 
having it be heard by people and having it be talked about and discussed by people who don't know me, who know, who like music and like, and I was talking to my friend Amanda about this the other day, like realistically speaking, I mean, I am okay with getting like uh, a trade job and just living out the rest of my life doing that. I'm okay with that. I don't need to like have a lot of money or be rich or anything like that. I mean, I don't mind working for the rest of my life. I really don't. Um, but realistically, for me, I would be satisfied. It's not my end goal, but I would be satisfied if like in like 20, 30 years, um, people, you know, they bring up Ethan Brown on like Reddit or something. And they're like, yo, this slept on. Remember when it- that guy, Ethan Brown, was dropping those EPs? That's what I'm saying. They'd be like, like, like kind of like neutral milk hotel levels of like, like kind of like underground appreciation. I'd be okay with that. Genuinely, I would. Like, and then they go, huh, that kid, Ethan Brown, where did he disappear to? He released like five EPs and then just never did anything else. And they're great, you know? Like, Dude, no I, shame in that. I, no I would shame just, in that being the goal. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't need to be like super famous or rich or anything like that. I don't care. Bro, famous people don't want to be famous. You don't want to be famous. Trust me. There's tons of people. Like, one of the realizations I made, I, you know, obviously it's, you know, it's not like anybody can do it and it's, you know, super easy or whatever. But one of the realizations I made going through like the music industry program at Oneonta was that like, you don't have to be famous, like to be rich. And <laughs> there are tons and tons of people who work in the music industry as artists and, you know, of so many different ranges, producers, all kinds of people who you would never know their name if it was right in front of you. But they're, you know, they get to do what they love every day and they're paid handsomely for it. So, like, you don't have to be, like, in the limelight to be successful. Like, like Peach Pit. Peach Pit is a phenomenal example. You know, I, I don't, well, not to say, they're pretty big, but, like, they're not famous. Like, people don't really know. Well, now people do. Like, they're getting there. But, like, back when... Uh, not to be like indie cred, but like back when I first started listening to them, they were a very small band, and like they were still like doing that professionally, like they were doing that for a living. It's not what people knew about them, but like they were just doing what they wanted to do, and they had this like sound and this vibe that was really cool. And like, yeah, that's what I, really all I care about. I don't, and like, yeah, I don't even need to be like like super rich or like I just I would I would like to make money with through music. I would like that. That'd be cool. Um, you know, I really don't know how to go about that <laughs> at this point in my life, but um, you know, I would like that. That'd be that'd be very cool to make money off music. Um, like, Definitely, I don't care if that doesn't happen. You know, well, there's nothing wrong with you know doing uh, like other stuff too. You know, like you said, if you'd be perfectly happy, you know, doing something else and doing music at the same time. Who's to say one day the music won't, you know, take over the other thing? You know, it, it doesn't have to be like, a, oh, if I don't make it, you know, by this day, at this, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. You got to just like roll with your own process. Whatever happens is going to happen, you know, like, it's, you know, art is art. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to stop making music at any point in my life. I don't think I'm ever going to stop making music. You know, I've never had the urge to stop. I've never thought I might stop at any point. Um, and I still got a lot of like, like ketchup left in the bottle. Um, and, you know, and Peach Pit again, not to bring up Peach Pit again, but like they, when they popped off, they were all like early thirties. Like they're all very not old, but like they're older. They're not like, 
you know, the pressure, though, there's a lot of pressure on your early 20s um, and your like late teens and early 20s to figure out what you want to do and how you're going to do it. Um, but Definitely. it's not easy and it doesn't, sometimes it takes some time and like sometimes you can just relax and like, you know, it doesn't have to all happen right now. And at least, you know, that's the way I've been thinking about it lately. Absolutely. I think that's the best way to think about it. 100%. So uh, what's the title of the upcoming album, or is it an EP? It's an EP, yeah. Uh, Sympathy. Sympathy, yeah. word. So tell me a little bit about that. What, uh, like, what's the inspiration kind of behind that? Um, okay, so a year ago... What can we expect... You, you, oh man i'll tell you man it's kind of crazy it's it's pr- i'm very very proud of this project i'm very Bird. happy for people to be hearing it um and genuinely like i guess so a year ago i was talking to my good friend aj um about my music and because i was talking about i had released something on soundcloud that day and we we're talking about it and he's like yeah, you know, you. I, I think it's weird that you put, like, psychedelic as, like, your genre label, um, because I don't really consider your music to be very psychedelic. And um, and I took that personally when he said that. So, I, I've, so over the past year, I've been working very hard on making music that I consider to be psychedelic. Not just to make it, like, like not just to be psychedelic music, like, you can only listen to it when you're tripping. But, like, I... I I work. I guess I worked much harder to hit the mark that I wanted to hit with my sh- music, and actually be very proud of what I'm putting out. And I think I really hit that with sympathy. Like, genuinely, every song I I am proud of every song. They're like my children. Like, I love every song on the EP. They all have a place on the EP. It flows very nicely. And like some of the song, like I sent I sent our our boy Joe one of the tracks. Um, but one of them is genuinely, I could see, and again, not to sound full of myself, but one of them is very like, it's for the books, if that makes any sense. Like genuinely, like I, I'm, I think it, it's, I think it's a statement. I think it's a very cool piece of music that I'm really excited for people to hear. And I'm really excited to have attached to my name. Uh, that goes for the whole EP genuinely. That's awesome, man. Don't. Don't ever apologize for seeming like you're full of yourself. It's totally cool to to, to be, you know, your your own number one fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a certain level of arrogance that, you know, not even arrogance is like the wrong word for it, but that's the way sometimes it can be perceived, I feel like, when, when people talk about their own art. But, like, it's totally cool to be hyped on your own stuff. Like, that's how it's supposed to be. So, like, don't ever apologize for that. I'm high on my own supply. Like, that, exactly there you go <laughs> like that's the way i think of it like i i genuinely like and i wouldn't put it out if i didn't you know and and i have honestly not gonna lie i've been bumping pretty much only the songs from sympathy for the past like two weeks and it's that good i'm serious that's that awesome man i can't wait to i can't wait to get a listen on that i can't wait for you to get a listen but like yeah gen like it's may 1st um but like I, what you just said like there's arrogance to it and and I that was a big thing that I wrestled with with putting music out under my own name and promoting myself because you have to like if you don't act like you think it's good even if you do think it's good I'm not saying like I'm pretending like I think it's good I do think it's good but like if you don't act like it and like make it known that it's like you should listen to this like then no one's gonna care 
No one's gonna want to listen to it. No one's exactly. gonna guy that's like, oh yeah, you know, maybe if you want, you might like it. Yeah, like you might. I don't know. Sorry, there's a little bit of an EQ problem in the end here. I'm sorry, you know, like not, not to assault your ears with my art, but like it, it genuinely, you gotta drop that attitude, and it's so true. You gotta drop that attitude if you're releasing music, like, and just like be proud of it if you're proud of it and make it known that you're proud of it (laughs) yeah you gotta just not care that's something that i struggled with too like you know i didn't want like i didn't want to tell people like oh yeah this is what i'm doing because then people be like oh like you know who do you think you are like the you know like you you really what else are you doing like you said before but yeah no i totally agree yeah and who do you think you are is a big thing (laughs) yeah like oh yeah, I just dropped this song. Like oh oh, were you some kind of like artist or something? Were you kind of, some kind of musician or something? Like it's almost like that. <laughs> yeah, but that's all in your head anyway. Like you get you gotta just like not care because anybody that like anybody out there that may be saying that like you know like for what get on with your own life. Like do you really is it really that big of a deal? You know, so you, the less you think about it, the less other people will think about it in that way. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like yeah, it is all in your head when when you think people are. And if people are saying stuff like that, it's out of a place of jealousy and it's out of a place of hating, and they just be hating. You know. Yeah, it's also just weird. People are just weird. Like, you know, like, like oh, okay, like what does it have to do with you to be just like randomly bringing somebody down? But no, yeah, definitely. Uh, So how many songs uh, is gonna be on the EP? um five so well it's it's an intro and an outro so those are the the caps of the ep they're full they're fleshed out they're like songs in and of themselves they're not just like to be an outro or to be an intro um like the outro is one of my favorite songs on the whole project uh it's a very short song about how my dog's gonna die one day and it's very sad and i think it's sad in a very like trippy way and it's very cosmic and like discusses a lot of stuff um, without discussing a lot of stuff. Um, but there, so there's the intro and the outro, Analog Horror and Happy Birthday, Daisy Girl. And um, then there's three full songs in the middle. And uh, the, fir- the second song after the intro is the title track, Sympathy, which like is, is I, I just don't even want to say anything. It's, it's very, I'm, like this is the, the, that song is what made me want to put out this whole EP, uh, Sympathy. That's why, why it's called Sympathy. Um, it's, it's really just like something I've never done anything like that before. It's like, it's, it's poppy, but it's also very, very pretty, very nice song. I like it a lot. Um, next song, Fall Pickups, I wrote very long time ago, um, and just recently fleshed out, but it's, it's very good. I I like that song a lot. It, um, it, uh, yeah, I I don't want to, I'm not to spoil too much about what the song, I'm not going to say every like beat by beat, but like. Yeah, Fall Pickups, very good song, very um, nature-y vibe with that. And then cuts into the fourth song uh, before the outro, Hellhound, which is the one that I sent to Joe or Steve-O and said, man, this is crazy. This song is crazy. Like, it, it has this nice, like, intro that's very um, trippy and, like, weird. Like, I, I think another reason I'm very excited about this project is because I let myself get really weird with it. It's very weird. There are points that are, are very, you know, out there. Um, Hellhound is one of those points because it's kind of like three songs in one. Um, it starts off with like an intro to the song that's like, it kind of sounds like 
it kind of sounds like an elephant like tripping into a pond a little bit if you hear you know what i mean um but then all right yeah but then it transitions from that into like uh like a heavy beat and then the beat just keeps getting heavier until it just kind of falls apart at the end and you just relax and the drums take you out and then it takes you to the outro happy birthday daisy girl so five songs (laughs) that's pretty awesome dude very, and when's very, that coming out? You said May first. Yeah, that's sick, dude. So is that going to be on all platforms? Yeah, yeah, it should be. Um, Spotify might take a minute because Spotify usually does take a minute to put stuff on review songs for their for their store. But everything else, yeah, it'll be there May first, um, five p.m. I think May first. I, I like to drop it. I like to drop stuff in the p.m. so that people, you know, they're done with classes, they have time, they can just listen to it. That's sweet. So, um, is it under Ethan Brown or is it still with the uh, the old name? No, it's under Ethan Brown. Um, yeah, this is the second EP I'm dropping under Ethan Brown. And I'm gonna That's start dope, dropping man. now on. Yeah. yeah. You say you're gonna stop start dropping how often? Oh, I well, I mean, from now on, I'm gonna drop everything under Ethan Brown. But oh, I want to. Okay. Yeah, but I in terms in terms of like releasing stuff, I want to kind of release stuff. I want to. I don't want to go three months without releasing anything. I and I'm being that's that's serious. I don't want to go unless I'm like I have a project that I know needs to take time, and like I know will take a while, and I know I can build hype for. Um, then I might wait, but like for now, I don't want to wait more than three months to drop anything. That's that's a pretty good timeline. So you said you're on hiatus with your band right now, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. When you when do you guys plan to start getting back with that? Um, well, originally, originally we planned to um, rent out a space this summer and use that to record and practice. Um, but lately, we're taking it slow. We're taking it slow. We're not. I'm the pressure's not on on Monster House right now. At least for me, that's not where I'm focusing. Um, we still have a following. We still have people that enjoy our music and. I think that if we were to get back into it, I mean, obviously we can't wait forever, but um, I think we can take our time with that and like, you know, let it sit for a while until we're really ready to get back into it. Because a lot of what it was that made us go on hiatus in the first place was we were playing a lot of shows and we weren't practicing a lot. So it was kind of like we had like five shows in the span of two months that like none of us were proud of and none of us thought sounded good. And um from that, we decided, okay, let's just take a break. Let's not overextend ourselves, and let's like really work on our stuff and make it sound good for people. So, yeah, that's where we're at right yeah, now. Yeah, respect, respect to that for sure. Mm. It's cool. I, I, I still see them a lot. You know, cool. So after this EP, uh, what are you like working towards? Like maybe dropping like a full length album. I am not sure because earlier this year, I, I was planning on actually releasing an album by 420 by Wednesday this past week. I was, I had, a, I had an album like lined up in terms of a track list and I had all the songs on it. Um, but like, as I, I, I set that, I, I planned it out and I announced it in like December to be released in April or uh, yeah, in April. And like, as as the months went by and as the like weeks went by i started to like hate it like hate everything about the album and like 
I I was like, this is a bloated. This is a terrible project. Like no one's going to want to listen to this. Like it's so all over the place. Like there were the genuinely the vibe switched up like every track completely on the album. And like, that's cool. Some people can do that and make it, make it work. But for me, I just wasn't, I didn't like it. Um, so I decided to split it up into other things. Like, like a lot of the songs that were going to be on it are, were on my first EP that I dropped and a couple of the songs that were going to be on it are on this next one that's coming out. And um, I think I'm going to just keep doing that for a little bit, just release like smaller projects until I actually have a larger project that needs to be that length, that needs to be an album that, that I can release like that. Because yeah. it's just for me, right? Not all the vibe is all over the place for me right now. So it's just easier for me to drop separate projects that sound different from each other. Um, which is what Weird. I'm Yeah, no, that's cool too. But like I have like I have an, a loose idea for an EP um, after Sympathy with some songs that I was working on. Um, a couple of them were going to be on the album, but a couple of them just were very new songs. Uh, I have a basic basic working title for it too. Uh, Saltwater Bill. Um, I, I, it's called Saltwater Bill right now. That's like a working title for it. Um, but All like. Right. Yeah, and I got a few songs on that I'm pretty excited to release that I think I might want to release in an EP that way. Maybe a little bit longer, though. Maybe not five songs, because my last two were five songs. So I might do, like, seven or eight songs and, like, a couple, like, little intro interludes and stuff. Make it, like, a slightly bigger project, um, but just not, like, bloated and unnecessarily big and long. It doesn't need to be. I feel you. Damn, so that's pretty sweet, man. All this is, seems like it's been coming together for you and, like... Honestly, a short amount of time. So, like, that should, I feel like, be, like, pretty good motivator for you. Yeah. I, um, I, yeah, I definitely have been very quick about it lately. Um, because I've been working hard. Yeah. I've been working hard, and I just, I'm so sick of sitting on songs and just listening to it all the time and being like, man, I wish other people could listen to this, and they're just never dropping it. Like... I, uh, for real, I, there's a, there's no reason like to not drop stuff, you know, like the only reason to not drop stuff, like if that, if this is just like what you do, you know, like you said, like you just, you don't have any plans to stop making music. Like it's just, you know what you do. So like the only reason I feel like people wouldn't put stuff out, honestly, is like part of you is like, you know, reserved on it. Like, oh, you know, like, cause of other people's judgment, you know, like there's no reason to not put it out. It's like drawing a picture. You might as well like, you know, hang it up. Yeah. yeah throw it on the fridge. Put a, put a nice little magnet. Exactly. On <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it's not like, it's not like, I think that a lot of it was like almost like mortal panic that people, um, that me dropping the song wouldn't, um, like people wouldn't be into it. Um, but if I'm into it and I have reason, reasonable, like artistic, uh, like opinions that I, that other people might be into it, then like, there's no reason to sit on it. Genuinely. Like there's really no exactly. reason. And, um, I think also another thing that I had expressed to some people like a while ago was like, I don't want to drop anything that feels like half-assed or like, no, like I don't, I want to put as much time as I can into a project before I put it out. Um, but, and I have been doing that obviously, but like there's, there comes a point where it's almost too much, I think, cause at least for me, like I'll finish a song to a point where I enjoy it and then I'll sit on it for like a couple weeks and like, I'll edit this, change this, change this. But like, if I have it for too long, it's almost like 
I'm changing stuff and it's not even helping anything. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, I'm just like kind of spinning my wheels at a point with it. And uh, I was like thinking about this the other day, actually, like with making beats and stuff, it's almost like, like, it's like a bell curve. Like you make the song and like you, it's good. And like, you're, you're mixing it, you're mixing it. And then like you could stop, you could stop. Like you, you know, maybe you're around the third export at this point. And then like you start doing stuff and you just keep going. And then it like tanks, totally turns the other way and ruins everything. Dude, 100%. That's actually so crazy that you say that. Like that's such a perfect like analogy for what I'm talking about. Like genuinely. It's the most annoying thing ever. That's like something that I've been working on like the last couple, like, you know, I don't know, last couple of months or whatever. This year, let's say, being like, okay, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> it's done. It's done. <laughs> it's done. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna just like freak out over this and spin my wheels for no reason. And just like, like that happened heavy with one of my songs. Like I, I had it for like months, and like eventually, like I caught myself like in like an actual panic attack because I was like working on it, and I was like. I kept changing, like, I, I kept, I would change, like, this one trumpet to be like, a little more on the high end, and then, like, I would do that, and then I would go back to it, like, five minutes later, and just change it completely the other way, and I'd be like, why am I doing this right now, and I was just, like, going back and forth on, like, random shit that I'd changed, like, 90 times, and, like, panicking, like, my heart was, like, beating really fast, it's like, I'm ruining this song as I'm looking at it, like, it's like, it's, they got, somebody's gotta, like, hold me back from the keyboard, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all ears, my boy. Hey, yeah. Why don't you, uh, why don't you just like shout out the the EP again, and then like where, where everybody can find you on social and uh, Spotify We're, and all that. Say less. Um. So yeah, yeah. Sympathy EP coming out May first. Ethan Brown. My Instagram is Ethan J Brown underscore eleven. I'm looking into it. i want to get a change i would love to have ethan brown as a domain that'd be awesome um but until then i'm scrubbing on ethan brown underscore 11 and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna set up a link tree i have to i've been pushing myself to i've been forgetting like every day i think to this do is it your motivation this is my motivation because now i'm saying it i can't go back i can't go back um so i'm gonna make a link tree i'm gonna have all my necessary links my soundcloud my spotify my apple music my band camp which i don't even use anymore but i should um and I'm going to have them all in my bio at some point, very soon, hopefully. Um, that being said, uh, Low Effort Punk Jams, I released that a couple of weeks ago, but still we bump um, just a couple of good songs on there. It's all on SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify. So, yeah, that's me. Um, hope you hope everyone enjoys Sympathy when it comes out. Hope you listen and hope you get a kick out of it. And let me know what you think. Um, I'm very proud of it. I'm very excited for the public to hear it. Awesome, man. Your enthusiasm definitely shows through. You've got me. You've got me convinced. I'm. I'm very excited to listen. I. I, I can't wait. I, I will say. Um, thank you. Uh, you know, for coming on and like, you know, telling us about yourself and and, and sharing a little bit of the music with us. Dog, thank you for having me on. This was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> genuinely. Absolutely, man. It's my pleasure. Right on. to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. 
You can also check out our website at www.wjmsradio.com and subscribe to our newsletter so you can be up to date on everything.